Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kaleidoscope FM podcast. Hello, everyone, and guess who finally remembered to select her microphone? It's been a hot minute since I recorded, so I apologize if I'm a little rusty. I apologize for being MIA. This is actually a great episode for anyone who has been MIA or in a rut or in a funk, which is how I've been, which is the whole reason I'm recording this episode, because the last two months of my life have just been really crazy. A lot of things going on, uh, had to move twice, had summer classes. There were a lot of things. Uh, it was just hectic. And so I don't want to go too much into all the stuff I've been going through, which caused me to go into a funk because now it's all about having that tough love pep talk and getting us back into the game. And when I say us, I'm hoping someone else out there has had a rough time at some point and could just use a good tough love pep talk at some point. And the, this is what that is for. But anyway, um, when I was young, I used to really be into quotes and I, I don't even know what got me into it, to be honest. Uh, that uh, if you want to stick around, maybe I'll leave like a blooper at the end to describe something crazy I did when I was younger, but that's not what I'm going to go talk about right now. So back to the issue. When I was young, I really enjoyed quotes and you know how some quotes just stick with you? This particular quote has always stuck with me for many years, ever since I remember reading it for the first time. Particularly, it's been helpful for me when I've gone through challenging times. And the quote itself is, drink from the well of yourself and begin again. And something about it has just always really helped me during challenging times because, let me backtrack, because I need to tie this in with something. So I don't know how many of you have read the book Atomic Habits or listened to the audiobook. I assume there's an audiobook, but I will link the YouTube video of um, James Clear. He's the author. He did a YouTube video that kind of discusses the concepts of his book Atomic Habits, which is just talking about how to build habits. But what I found important in, I believe, the YouTube video, I remember hearing it from him, but he said how our habits are part of our identity. And so, for instance, if you identify as being a reader, you call yourself, I'm a reader. If you're, if you're someone who doesn't read at all, you wouldn't necessarily call yourself a reader. You would maybe say like, oh, I'm trying to read this book or so-and-so. Uh, so we might say that, like I am a meditator or I am a reader or something like that, which really claims it as our self-identity, which is kind of what instills that habit in even deeper into us because what our brain does is look at historical data from our life and then see like how often we did something, um, like how well we might've done it. I think I'm paraphrasing very a lot of what he describes but the essence of what I'm trying to say is that our brains when we're like trying to do something typically look back on if we've done it or not in the past to like figure out if it's going to be something easy or hard or something that we want to do or don't want to do and that's part of what instills habits and forms habits and the reason I bring this up is because 
tying this into that quote that I mentioned, which is drink from the well of yourself and begin again. When I go through challenging times in my life, I think of that quote and what I think of is essentially what James Clear talks about, which is my brain kind of looks back on my life and I start start to think about times in my life where I ignited determination or motivation or fire, drive, anything. I just look back on times where I remember feeling empowered and like me, if that makes sense. I'm sure that you've probably had times in your life where maybe you went through a challenging period and you just didn't feel like yourself for a time. And that happens to me occasionally. And that's part of why I'm recording this episode, because for the last month or two, I just haven't really felt like me because I think my routine was thrown off. There were a lot of things happening. And so the reason I wanted to mention this is to try and steer my ship back to the feel me again waters, if that makes any sense. These are the kinds of things that I do for myself. And so I think I've had some time. I did need time to decompress and just like relax and let myself. I don't want to, I don't want to use the word wallow, but I kind of felt like I was wallowing, especially because if you've, if anyone listens to my podcast, you like have to watch Disney movies because I'm going to reference things. Uh, at the end of Finding Nemo, when the bunch of the fish like finally get to the ocean, they're in the bags and they're like, now what? I think there's also a meme about that with like the COVID vaccine, but that's kind of how I felt, especially after summer classes finished. Cause I was just working so hard on that. And then once I was done, I was like, well now what with my life? I mean, I have a month off before fall classes start, but anyway, back to what I was saying, when you have times in your life, when you're just feeling off course or not feeling like yourself, these are the things that I think about. I look back on my life, I think about those times when I was felt really empowered or driven, and I try and reignite that or try and reclaim that feeling, if that makes sense. I literally try and drink from the well of myself. Like I picture this like well in my body and I'm just like throwing the bucket in, being like, I need some of this like character traits that I used to have when I was younger and I need it now because I'm just in a funk. And so uh that's part of like that's the first thing that I want to mention but uh that's it really goes back to like steering your ship back onto the right course and so how I think of it is when I look back on my life and I'm thinking about those things uh like sometimes it will help other times it won't because sometimes you're just in a deeper funk and you just can't ignite that for whatever reason And then that's when action two comes in. I have to say enough is enough. I tell this to myself. I'm like, you've had enough time for wallowing or whatever it is that you like went through to just kind of, uh, sometimes we need some downtime. I needed some downtime. Everyone needs some downtime, uh, occasionally. And so, but at some point you have to say enough is enough. And this is your tough love pep top wake up call saying, you know, what are we going to do about this? And for me, I like, I can, I guess, tell you a few of the things that like caused me to be in a funk. So because like I said, I had to move twice. I, uh, didn't have like my own place. And so things were a bit chaotic. It meant that I just wasn't intentionally going to the gym, uh, regularly for me, which like for me is very important because not only does my body feel better, but it is very much a mental thing for me as well. I noticed that it is 
my form of meditation. So I wasn't really working out. I definitely wasn't like drinking water. I wasn't paying attention to what I was eating, which yay for food freedom because like I'm not concerned about that. But also there's the double-edged sword of when you're like never like paying attention to what you're eating, then you can very easily eat not great food or like, sorry, less nutrient dense food that causes your body over accumulation of time to not feel great, which is what has happened with me. Um, also because I was so stressed with my polycystic ovary syndrome, it caused me to break out a lot. I didn't feel great about that. Literally the day after my finals, like all my acne cleared up. Uh, so it just goes to show how much stress really does, uh, infringe on your hormones because it very much did with me. Um, in case you didn't know about that, uh, cortisol interrupts like hormones, which I talk about in my polycystic ovary syndrome episode, getting back to the point. So these are just some examples of things that were causing me to not feel my best. And therefore over an uh, extended period of time has just made me not feel like I'm me, <laughs> uh, which I know might sound silly, but I'm sure anyone who's felt this at some point in their lives probably understands what I'm talking about. We're just like, don't really feel entirely like yourself. So what I wanted to talk about now is when we're in those funks or in those ruts, yes, I do think that there needs to be like some time that you can, I, I don't know why I can't find another word for wallow, but essentially just uh, let yourself have that downtime. But then at some point think, okay, now I'm going to haul myself up by the bootstraps and what am I going to do about it kind of way? Well, it's finally reached that time for me where I'm just like, I need to do something about this. Uh, and for me, that looks like making sure I'm trying to drink more water. I'm trying to eat more veggies and fiber because I just have not been doing that recently because I just know that it makes my body feel better and then mentally I'll feel so much better. So uh, like what else? Uh, it, that also looks like trying to get back to recording my podcast episodes because I haven't done it for a while. So there are just a number of things. So the reason I had brought up the atomic habits thing was because he mentioned how we kind of look at historical data of our, our, our life, and then also try and build up habits based on our identity. And so what I was using that to reference in this was that for me, like I'll look back on my life and I'll think of like, these are the times that I really felt like I was feeling great. I was feeling confident and maybe I'll mention X, Y, Z reasons or certain things that I know if I do now will make me feel better about myself in terms of just feeling more like me. And that's, I think, what I want to tell you. So I don't know how much tough love this is because <laughs> I have definitely received much harder tough love pep talks. I feel like I'm going easy on y'all. Uh, speaking of y'all, that, that was a word that I never used to use in my everyday speech until I moved to Ireland. And then I started using it ironically because everyone already noticed my American accent. I decided to really drive home the point. And now it's part of my speech. Uh, that was a random tangent. But I guess to recap everything, just finish home my point, because I think today is going to be a short episode since I still need to get back into the swing of things. Uh, pretty much when you're in a funk, after you've had your time to wallow or relax or do whatever, once you reach that point where you think to yourself, you know what, it's time to actually like haul myself up. Once you're ready to do that, also, in fact, even when you don't necessarily feel like it's time, 
they do say when I say they, I don't even know who I'm referencing. I'm forgetting who specifically says this. There are lots of people out there that says this, but sometimes the best form of action is to literally just take action uh, as opposed to just like waiting around until you feel motivated. Once you start doing something, you will start to feel motivated as you go along because it proves to yourself that you can do it. In fact, I think that actually might be part of the YouTube video that I will put in the show notes uh, from James Clear because it literally tells yourself like, oh, look, hey, I did this. And then you believe in yourself and you can do more. So that is also part of what I am doing right now. So uh, leading by example. But back to what I was saying, when you're ready to take that step, do something, look at what it is that you think that you can do to make yourself like start to feel a little bit bit better, whether it's moving, water, food, um, some activity action. Like I said, for me, that might be my podcast or like calling people's gas. Cause like there's like a multitude of different errands that I have to get done. And I think just once you start to go through your list of to-dos, you'll feel less stressed and start feeling better. So that's been, this has been a rant, but also pep talks are meant to be slightly ranty. In my opinion, that's my own personal style. But so I hope that everyone is doing well. I will be recording episodes before I head out. Um, and so I will hopefully be keeping back to schedule on Tuesdays. Um, do not hold me to that necessarily because I am going traveling for three three weeks. So it is contingent on if I can pre-record things before that time because I don't want to uh, be recording while I'm traveling. That would just be difficult. Anyway, back to you. Hope everyone is doing well. This is your daily reminder of you are awesome and think back, drink from the well of yourself and begin again if you're not feeling super great. If you are feeling super great, hell yeah, go you. I think you're awesome. You're awesome regardless, but (laughs) just keep it up. If you stuck around for the bloopers, this is the random story that I had about me being young and loving quotes. Uh, so I've personally always loved snail mail. I think snail mail, getting a letter in the mail, just something about it makes me all warm and fuzzy inside. And I thought everyone shared this sentiment until I found out only within probably the last year that there are certain people that are not particular, not that they like dislike snail mail as far as I know, but I've had two or three people tell me that they don't see a point for snail mail if you can just have someone text or email you something. But I was like, some a handwritten note is so much more personal and nice. And so I've just always loved snail mail, um, postal mail, however you want to phrase it. But when I was a kid, I thought, you know, because everyone loves snail mail, because like I said, I up until recently, I always thought that everyone did enjoy getting a personalized letter. I decided to write letter, like random letters to strangers. And I found just random, uh, um, like I went to Google maps and found just a random address from like one address of like each of the 50 states in the U S and thought like, I had no idea who these people were. I literally just like 
like zoomed into Google Maps and chose a house and was like, this person can get like a nice snail mail and they'll appreciate it. I was my thinking when I was a kid and very naive. And then I wrote literally like I and what I wanted to do, because obviously since I didn't know these people, I didn't know what to write. And so I don't know what I said, but I I looked up different quotes and I included like a cute little quote and then said something about how like I hope they had a good day and that they appreciated the snail mail. I don't remember what I wrote. It was crazy because you're literally writing to a stranger. And uh, I think my mom caught wind of this and was like, that is terrifying because actually from an adult perspective, it makes a lot of sense if I got a like a handwritten letter from someone who I didn't know, um, just addressed to my house, I think I would be very creeped out and concerned. So I'm glad that she talked me out of it. But little kid Francesca was just thinking how I can make people happy with snail mail. <laughs> so that is my uh, random story for today about the quotes. And that is why I looked up so many quotes when I was younger to put into 50 different letters that I initially planned to send and never did. So there you have it.